It's another edition of the Cuz I Have To podcast when living your dream is the only option. This week's guest, Melina Frenzel. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. Very exciting. Yes, thank you for being here. Uh, you are the founder of Hummingbird Roots, an indoor plant installation and retail company. She helps people create lush green spaces in their homes and businesses. That's right. We talk plants, hummingbirds, and a whole lot more. And that's all coming up. <laughs> Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. We're your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. Hey, we're back, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Melina. You are, are you're in Colorado right now? I am. I'm in Denver. And are you originally from there or no? No, I am originally from Oregon. We moved here about three years ago. Oh, wow. That's, nice. a, that's a nice slide. One beautiful yeah. place for another. It's, uh, we were, we were, my fiance, Matt, and I were living in Portland, Oregon for about six years and we're looking kind of for a new change. And Denver was similar but different. You get to the mountains instead of the ocean, but. A lot of beer, a lot of good people, a lot of good food. So it was a nice, uh, nice exchange. True. Yeah, absolutely. Where Where are you from originally, born and raised? I was born and raised in Albany, Oregon. Um, oh, okay. Cool. There up until college, then went to, uh, moved down to Eugene, Oregon and went to the University of Oregon. And then after that, moved up to Portland and lived there for about seven years. Um, and then we drove out here with the dogs. Yeah. I yeah. like Eugene. I went there... God, a long time ago. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the first place I went to in Oregon. Very peaceful. Yeah, so cool. Um, it was rad. And then we went to Klamath Falls. Have you ever been there? I have been to Klamath Falls. Okay. It's a that's a very interesting place for sure. It, yeah, it <laughs> that is. Why do you guys say true. that? What's going on there? Um, there's a lot of hippies, and I think it's also like one of the found, like one of the still original places for like the KKK, which isn't. Oh boy. The best place yeah. to hang out but yeah. pretty beautiful other than that yeah <laughs> wow yeah it's, other than that it small detail wild. right interesting interesting uh okay so um have you ever called yourself a plantress no oh. i have never even heard of that term <laughs> i'm just making things <laughs> but up i'm I intrigued though <laughs> i think you need, I think a you need to start it, it says yeah. plantress yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Well, I love on your website, if people want to follow along, your website is hummingbirdroots.com. You're also on Instagram at hummingbirdroots. But I love the quote that you have on there. Love and work are to people what water and sunshine are to plants. Jonathan mm -hmm. Haidt, The Happiness Hypothesis. So uh, tell Can I us give you a complete, uh, well, let me give you a little insight. We're actually trying to redo our website because neither me or my fiance are very like website building savvy so we did what a lot of other people do and get squarespace which i feel like is for us at least like building websites for dummies and that's kind of what we did <laughs> and when we launched our when we launched our business we um we 
felt it appropriate to start a website and have our own domain name and stuff. And um, Matt plugged in a whole bunch of information. And I think it still says like plant drop coming in July or something. And we just <laughs> haven't touched it since. Um, so most of our stuff has gone through Instagram. So any listeners go to our Instagram page. That's definitely up to date for sure. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so do you no longer believe in this quote? Are you like this? Oh, quote I definitely is... <laughs> believe in it. But to be honest with you, I didn't even know it existed. Until oh, I guess that's funny. Yeah. I'm just telling you what's on your website. <laughs> yeah. Here's a quote you guys came up with that you got from blah. Oh, I didn't even know that was there. Thank you. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I mean, very, very accurate. But yeah, didn't know it existed till now. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, our podcast is a, we interview people living their dreams and going for their mm -hmm. truest passions. Would you say what you do in the plant world, uh, I guess, kind of explain what you do and also is that your big passion in life? Yeah. Um, to go backwards, I say yes. Um, and I didn't really know that it was my passion. I think for a long time, it was something I kind of stumbled into. In my whole like childhood upbringing, my parents, especially my dad and really my dad's whole side of the family, um, including my grandma, everyone always had a green thumb and it was kind of pushed on me as a kid, like to help with yard work and stuff. And so I don't think I really, really knew the true like importance of plants until I became an adult. And naturally that was just kind of one of the ways that I would start decorating any home that um, I would move into. Um, whenever I was decorating my apartment, plants were just kind of naturally being brought in. And that was one of the first things that I feel like really made our house a home when we moved to Denver um, was plants. And Prior to hummingbird roots, I had worked in the mental health field since college. I had majored in speech therapy. I had a minor in special education. I grew up with a younger brother who has a disability. My mom has a disability. And so naturally, that's kind of what I felt my calling was. And it wasn't really until I moved to Denver that I kind of realized how burnt out I was and it kind of through therapy kind of really realized that um, what I was doing, it wasn't so much my calling, but more so what I was familiar with because it was what I was, you know, raised up around. Um, and so I felt burnt out. I wanted to get out of the field. I was just, I was kind of done with it. And I figured, you know, right now I'm going to, I'm going to work at Trader Joe's for, you know, a hot minute till I figure out what I want to do. And I thought I wanted to go to cosmetology school and become a hairdresser. I'd always been good at doing hair. I'd always enjoyed it. Um, and it just, I knew that was a way I could make money. And then COVID hit. <laughs> and that was one of the first, like, kind of things to go away was being able to go get your hair done. Wow. And now... Sure being in a pandemic and having continued to live through the pandemic, I'm like, well, that doesn't seem very uh, feasible now when, you know, people are now going home and doing their hair themselves instead of going to the hair salon because it's expensive. Um, and isn't so during crazy, that whole time, I was just to say, isn't it crazy during COVID that uh, we had my two brothers on who were chefs and they mm -hmm. said, you know, I sort of, one of the reasons I chose being a chef because people are always going to need food. 
But even yeah. hair, you know, like, oh, well, I'll yeah. do hair because people are always going to need ha- their hair done. Mm-hmm. Oh, unless there's a pandemic. And then <laughs> everything changes. <laughs> All of a that sudden, oh, I'm able to do it my own now. <laughs> oh, people, well, I, I mean, think... some people look great. They're growing out their grays, but that's affecting oh, yeah. the hair, the hair people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. And true. I think too, I mean, COVID, when lockdown happened, I feel like the first thing that everybody was doing was researching how to do your hair at home and panicking of like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm going to dye my hair blue because I can't, I'm in lockdown. Like, why does it matter? Yeah. Um, sure. So yeah, it was just kind of this, this pivot moment of like, all right, shit, not going to do that. So what's going to happen? Um, and so in the meantime, I had been working at Trader Joe's, which is how I met Sierra, who, uh, introduced us. Um, and Sierra was um, also a guest on the, cause I have two podcasts. That is I, was food through, I was scrolling through trying to find her episode and I haven't found it yet. So I need to do that after this, but oh, yeah, what? I don't remember what number it was. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, through working at Trader Joe's, I had kind of gotten, um, involved in the plant and flower section and that continued to really like grow my love of plants and my knowledge of plants and, um, kind of ignited that green thumb that the rest of my family has that I just hadn't developed yet. Um, so during this whole time I was, you know, researching all these plants that I was taking home and how to take care of them. And, I think a little bit of my previous background working in the mental health field, I really enjoyed teaching people about plants and the benefits that they bring to your home and to your workspace. And not only does like looking at them make you happy, but it's really good for the air quality and breathing and um, your mental your, health. I was going to say your mental health. Yeah. Well, I, yeah I was just going to say that. Too. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, so yeah, it just kind of ignited this passion and, um, I started bringing all these plants home and then pretty soon our apartment looked like a jungle and I had a hundred plus plants and my fiance was like, you know, Mel, what in the hell are you going to do with this? Like, I can't, it's kind of hard to move around now. So we yeah. kind of started dreaming up these ideas of, you know, how could we turn this, this passion into something, um, that might be able to actually support us one day. And we thought we kind of threw around the idea of, you know, what if we made like at home grow kits and provided like seeds and the soil and the, the planters and stuff. But we yeah, quickly I mean, realized, cool. yeah, but we quickly realized that if you live in a place like Denver and you have an apartment building and you don't have a yard and you don't have a greenhouse, like that could be pretty difficult. Sure. Um, so we were throwing around all these ideas and we kind of stopped at like plant retail and installations, like installations kind of on the side. Um, and now fast forward to, it was actually, we hit our one year anniversary on March 1st of officially becoming an LLC. Um, but we, yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was our one year anniversary until Instagram <laughs> reminded me. So, yeah. um, but now we are, um, we're a plant indoor plant installation company that um, provides plants and maintenance services to businesses in the greater Denver area. And then we do retail kind of on the side, um, actually at one of our 
local uh, breweries in Capitol Hill in Denver. It's called Lowdown Brewing, and they sell all of our plants while people get to drink beer and eat pizza. And, um, That's amazing. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a great combo. Oh, y'all have those plants, and can I get a draft of blah, blah, blah? I know. People, uh, people get a little buzzed up, and then they make the best impulse purchases they could ever make. <laughs> that is... <laughs> That's very funny. It's so funny. It's a genius plan. Yeah, yeah, really. It's seriously. Listening to her story, though, I mean, isn't that literally Sierra's freaking life? When she lived under, she was our neighbor and lived underneath us. And Mm -hmm. same thing. She, I think she literally said, yeah, at one point I had a hundred and something plants in our house. And it was true. Plants are like animal strays for other people. Yeah, Yeah, for you guys. Yeah, right. But as you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, no wonder why you and Sierra were just like, you know. It's our love language. That's how we became best friends. (laughs) Seriously. That's incredible. Yeah. She's actually, she, some of the pictures that I sent you guys um, are pictures that she took. Um, The biggest, um, one of the biggest um, projects that Hummingbird Roots has done thus far has been for stem ciders. It's a really popular cider company here in Colorado and they have this beautiful um cidery and restaurant out in um out in Lafayette and um it's huge and so I think getting getting that deal was a really big deal for us and um she was there during from beginning to end of the installation and at the end of it I was just doing this walkthrough and kind of looking at what we got to create. And I came out and I just had tears in my eyes and we kind of, we, me and her and my fiance and Matt looked at each other and we were like, you know, this is seven months ago. This wasn't a thing. And now we get to share this. And so she's our, she's our contracted photographer and uh, simultaneous plant lover and BFF. So it's really (laughs) good having her along with it. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So freaking perfect. Well, and I love when you say I get to do this because even in your bio you sent, you said that um, I get to work with a ton of amazing businesses in the Denver area. Mm-hmm. I also get to help people create lush green spaces. So, I mean, that's really what it's all about. That you're, it's like your own gratitude that you love what you do so much that you're so happy you get to do it. I mean, that's where yeah. we all yeah. want to be with what we do mm-hmm. for a living or our hobbies and all that. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's pretty Absolutely. Awesome. I think, I think that's something that I probably say every day of like, I get to do this. This is a privilege for me to be able to work with these incredible businesses and these business owners and the staff, the network that we've gotten to create. I mean, it's, it's pretty ironic that I say this, but like once we started Hummingbird Roots, that's when I actually felt like we had put roots down in Denver and it actually became our home. Because especially, I think moving to a new city at any point in your life, but you know, when you get to be like 30 plus and you're in the working world, you're not in school where you naturally have these built-in relationships where you're in classes, but you know, it's kind of who you're working with and who you're surrounding yourself with. And 
being able to build this network of amazing individuals that I get to surround myself with all the time and create really, you know, awesome spaces. Yeah, it's a pretty incredible thing that I get to do and something that I never dreamt of for myself and being able to be my own boss, which is wild. I always thought I was a person who needed guidance and structure and have something built for me that I can then support. But then to be able to build that myself is kind of mind blowing. Yeah. And then being able to like being asked to being able to like, you know, asked to be on a podcast too. Like I was telling all my friends today, I was like, I got asked to be on a podcast. Like (laughs) what up? (laughs) That is so funny. We're like totally cooling (laughs) you up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you are. I think you are. You guys are you guys are giving me a lot of street credit. I think I've made it now. I've been on a podcast. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, What made you come up with the name Hummingbird Roots? It's a nod to my grandma. She, my mom's dad, we always called her our little hummingbird because she was always humming. My entire life, I have always just known her to be humming in whatever she was doing. Um, She was an avid crocheter. That woman could whip out a doily so freaking fast. It was incredible. (laughs) And, And she was also a very, very avid gardener. Late into her years, she passed away when she was 94, I believe, up until when she was still mobile. She was constantly weeding. She had lived with my aunt and uncle for the last, I'd say, 15, maybe 20 years of her life. She'd moved from North Dakota out to Lebanon, Oregon with my aunt and uncle, and she was constantly weeding. And she'd always get in trouble because she'd start to weed in the ditch. Obviously, that's a pretty like difficult place to get yourself into when you're in your 80s and 90s being in a ditch by yourself getting the weeds out um but yeah it's a nod to her she's our she was our hummingbird and I think that's kind of where the green thumb of my family really all started and now I have a tattoo on my forearm that I think is going to be kind of hummingbird roots main logo um, and it's a hummingbird with some really beautiful foliage around it. So it's always kind of a, a good memory of her. And I think what she instilled in me and our family and kind of where I came from. That's really beautiful. So, yeah, I was going to say, it's so sweet. I <laughs> yeah. freaking am in love with that. Holy I think it's really shiki. cool that you, like you had these roots of having all these green thumbs around you. But mm-hmm. you were like, oh, I'm going to find my own way. And then you did other mm-hmm. things. But then you end up like circling around oddly, mm-hmm. thanks to COVID. Yeah, you circled. Yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks to COVID. I think COVID really. I hope you know if one if people get you know take one thing away from what these last two and a half years have really given us, it's just you know some authentic perspective as to like what what you're doing with your life and what you want to make of it and the relationships that you have. And I think it really, it really taught me a lot about people and, you know, the people I surround myself with and the beliefs that I have as an individual and as a woman, and I don't know really what I want to make out of the short time I'm going to be here on this earth. So. Amen to that. I hear that. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong that. And I think a lot, you know, she was just talking about her two brothers they have realized a lot too and they both have made changes in their life that is mm-hmm. really amazing and like you just said I, hopefully most people have at least been able to find some good from it instead yeah. of living in sadness and yeah i mean i've found good from it went through a lot as well but in the mm-hmm. end yeah 
things have been pretty yeah. solid. So now what about before you actually went forward with hummingbird roots? Like what mm-hmm. there must have been a time when you were super frustrated. You know, like you said, you were going to maybe do hair and then the yeah. pandemic hit. So what do you think helped you move forward during that kind of time? Like and, and come up with this new idea? I think there's a lot of things. I think I had, when we had moved from Oregon, I left an agency where the mental health field in general is, I mean, it's, it's a very, it's a very underserved and kind of messy you know, it's it's just messy. You know, people people aren't given the supports that they need. The employees um, and staff who work with these individuals don't get the support that they need. And the agency that I left, in my opinion, really set the bar for what a nonprofit organization should be and how it should function. So leaving Oregon was pretty tough for a lot of different reasons. Um, And leaving that agency was very, very tough. And when we had moved to Denver to do what I was doing back in Oregon, I either needed my master's or my doctorate, neither of which I was interested in getting um, for for many reasons. I just didn't want to pony up the dough. That was a lot of, a lot of work that I just wasn't, my heart just didn't feel in. Um, and so I had gotten a job at another nonprofit agency that was, you know, I felt like I was taking a step back. And so I think what really the mindset that I was in at that point was I was really at an all time low. I had, you know, I'm living in a new city where my older brother and his family live, but, you know, they have their own life and are very busy people. So really it was just me and Matt. And some friends who I had known from college, but it was kind of just us. And we had moved here without jobs and got jobs at places that we just weren't super invested in. So I think what really propelled me forward was just genuine sadness. And we were just at a low. It sucked. And to come home from work every single day in tears, miserable and not knowing where to go or what to do. And then just kind of having this moment of like, I got to do it. Like there's, I got to make a change. Something has to change. And I kind of manifested this idea of like, all right, I'm going to work at Trader Joe's while I go to cosmetology school and I'm going to sell my car and I'm going to, you know, walk to school and walk to work and save money. And then my car ended up getting totaled. So I was like, well, don't have to sell it, (laughs) which is good because that's great. Um, And (laughs) it actually, what I ended up getting from my car paid off what I owed on it and then gave me an extra, you know, small lump sum of money to just live off of until I started at Trader Joe's. And, you know, working, working for this company gave me some of the best friendships that I will ever have in my life. Um, I think it's a pretty, pretty common thing to know that Trader Joe's is employed by people who are completely overqualified to work at a grocery store. And it's a great place to work while you work on yourself. And I think that even though being an essential worker was never something that I wanted to do or sign up for, it gave me the friendships that I needed, I think, to encourage me to just do it and do what I know that I needed to do and live my truth. 
I feel like we have a um, a Netflix Trader Joe's series that we could pitch right now. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. Right? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I mean, yeah. I, I'll just bring up one more time that I applied to Trader Joe's and they did not accept me. Oh. But anyway, um, that's, another, that's another story. Well, I still, Cal- gotta... California Trader Joe's, I think, is a lot more cutthroat than Colorado yeah. Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> so I say, California anything is a lot more cutthroat yeah. than anything. <laughs> yeah. Funny. I mean, that's really, it's really great, though, that, that that's, I don't know, I just love the story. It's really inspiring because so many people feel stuck or yes. beaten down and they don't know what to mm-hmm. do. There's always a way out. And and mm-hmm. I love the idea that it's not always the way you think it's going to be. Like you took the Trader oh, Joe's totally. job thinking maybe you'll go to cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. And it, meanwhile, everything changed. So I, that's mm-hmm. really awesome. It's inspiring. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think for me, it was just, I don't know, we just, I say this all the time, but I feel like I'm just kind of running full speed with my eyes closed. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of the best way that it is working out for me is that I like making relationships with people and having friendships and I'm personable most days and I really like plants. And I think that if you just do whatever, you know, feels authentic to you, just go for it. I think the hardest part was just really trying to figure out how to like LLC my business on the state's website. Um, that was that was the that, biggest pain in the ass. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not a that's not, <laughs> not an easy, easy task. Thing. Yeah, no, it's not. That was probably the hardest part of the whole damn yeah. thing was just figuring out how to navigate the Secretary of State's website. And you know, now that I'm a year, it's a year later, and I'm doing taxes. Those are like the two things that I'm like, man, if I could go back and redo <laughs> anything, it'd be right. figuring out how to do taxes the right way from the get-go. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I I know it does open your eyes. I understand it. I've, I've dealt with uh, S-Corps and it's like, S-Corps and LLCs okay, are okay. somewhat yeah. similar, but yeah, no, it's totally, mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is why they say better make it like this because mm-hmm. they put you through 12,000 deep, dark holes that you have to crawl yep. through and figure it yep. out. <laughs> yep. And there's no guidance on how to yeah. do it the right way. There's right. no, there's nothing. Sure. That's nice. (laughs) Okay, uh, we're at the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. We ask you five Mm. quick questions to get to know you better. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay, uh, question number one. When you want to treat yourself to something, whether you're celebrating or making yourself feel better, what do you do? I, oh gosh, okay, I like my... I have my like basic bitch answer and then I have like a genuine answer. Um, oh. If it's not planned and it's just on a whim, I go to Target and I buy a sweater or something. <laughs> it's like, that's like the easy, like that's like the quick, like instant gratification fix. But I'd say that if there's some like genuine planning behind it, like going to get a massage or a facial is like the number one self-care thing for me, I think. That and having a good meal. Um, Food is also very near and dear to um, my heart and my fiance's heart. He's a pretty amazing chef. And you're you're not um, alone there. Yeah. (laughs) We're with you on that. So I'm, I'm very grateful that I am marrying a man who is very, very talented in the kitchen. Um, 
So those are that's probably my my lump sum answer for that one. That's All right. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Question number two. Okay, you can only have one plant with you for the rest of your life. What is it? I know. Shit. I know. I, mean, I, had I just to need bring to bring like, it out. <laughs> just and just need to turn. Like this is just part of my bedroom right here. So that I don't want them to hear. You only get one. This. You only get one. I know. We burn all the rest. Kidding. Oh god. <laughs> okay, no no no. We're not <laughs> she's, she's literally like, end me now. <laughs> Who wants to have an anxiety attack during the podcast? Um, I'm gonna say probably my most prized possession is my Monstera Albo. I am a big Monstera girl. That's my favorite. That's like all the plants that you saw when I turned my computer. Um oh, yeah. love Monsteras, but my Monstera Albo is probably my most prized possession. So I'm going to go That's with that sweet. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question number three. Uh, besides where you live now, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? World. <sighs> I would probably, I'd probably want to live somewhere like on some Italian coast. Because mm. I'd want... I'd yeah. want sunshine, I'd want water, I'd want wine, and I'd want pasta. So did we like just become four. best friends? Yeah. Because I think no, we no, did. No, no, yeah. no wonder why We're you and Sarah... We're moving there with you, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we get along so well with Sierra. We love her and braid it to death. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, why Why am I not surprised with you too? Like, this, yeah. <laughs> we don't even know you hardly. Yep. Yeah, like, yep, wine and it's... Wine and pasta, man. <laughs> yeah. Wine, pasta, and plants. Who needs right. anything else? Yeah. All right, uh, question okay. four. Yeah, please choose one. Whitewater rafting, bike riding, or pickleball? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm such an inactive human. In Colorado? I, I know. <laughs> I, I'm a unicorn, as, as I like to say. I'm yeah, an inactive yeah. unicorn. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say whitewater rafting only because that is how my fiancé and I met. Oh! Oh my yeah. God! That's pretty yep, cool. That's, that yeah. is cool. So random. Wow. That's so, <laughs> yep. you know we were like coming up with these questions and we're and I think you might have come up with it. And yeah. It's like you know, <laughs> we're just gonna do some random, totally different things. I love it. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm marrying a guy, which is where we met. <laughs> when is the oh, wedding, by the way? Yeah. Uh, do you have it scheduled I mean, yet? No. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. We're um, our plan is we want to elope. Um, because the idea of organizing, planning, and paying for this giant extravaganza that's kind of about everybody else is just not our cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So we're going to elope because the state of Colorado doesn't require you to even have a witness. You can just go into the courthouse and then bing, bang, boom. Cool. So we'll probably so do that. what are you waiting for? And then, um... <laughs> Bing bang boom it tomorrow. Hey Matt, you want to get married tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just we have to plan that little part of just when it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, but other sure. than that, we're going to elope and then we'll do our vows and something important for us, just us two, and then we'll probably have a big party in Oregon the following summer. Nice. There you go. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's the plan. Question 
Number five, and our very last question. Uh, what do you hope to be remembered for? Whew, the deep one. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think, I think just the cool shit I'm doing right now. Sorry if I can't say shit on your podcast, oh, but you I said it twice there. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think just what I'm doing right now because that's what I'm most proud of myself for is, you know, we we started this business not really knowing what was gonna happen and it's successful. And we're about to have our 17th client in the year. Um, and I get the chance to, you know, be creative when I've never considered myself a creative person. And I get to make really, strong, amazing connections with people that I hope are bringing them a lot of joy, um, not only with the relationships that I get to build, but then what I get to create for somebody in their home or their business. Um, so I'd say that just, I want to be remembered for what I get to create for other people, whether that's, you know, the relationships or the pretty plants that people get to look at. That's really nice. I want to make a prediction that Sierra is listening to this and she's crying. Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I've never known anyone who cries so easily on a freaking dime than that oh woman my God. right there. The, she was, the, she, yeah, she was crying here once about yeah. raccoons and how cute they are. Oh, oh my God. Also, I've never known anyone who loves raccoons as much as her, which those freak me out. We were in agree to disagree on that point. But yeah, raccoons yeah. and tears, man. Yeah, we've had the moments with her. Yeah, that's just hilarious. Funny. It's, I mean, it's sweet, you know, but it's just so funny. Well, thank you so much, Melina Frenzel with Hummingbird Roots. You can go to hummingbirdroots.com or go on Instagram, which she would rather you do that. Go to Hummingbird Roots. Check out all her uh, plants and all the beautiful things she's doing. You are, have been such a really lovely guest, and we're so happy that you came onto the podcast and that you're living your dreams because you have to. Yes. Thank you. It was an honor to be able to talk to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> So awesome meeting you. And yeah, your story is just incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guests after they leave the room. That was Melina, Melina Frenzel with Hummingbird Roots. She was adorable. Obs. Obs. Hashtag obs. No, totally cool. And immediately I'm like, oh yeah, no, you know, no wonder why you and Sierra are, are really good friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, they're very similar. Similar very. vibe, big time. Si- yeah, similar vibe. And they have the the creativity thing, which she didn't even really believe yeah. or realize that she had. But you just kind of see it in the person, too. You're like, yeah, come on. How did she not realize that? That's what that I think silly? blocks a lot of people from following their dreams or passions or ho- even just a hobby. Is they sure. think, well, gosh, I can't draw or I'm not a good writer. Yeah. You, you, all you got to do, everyone starts out. You know, like with writing, you don't start out being an amazing writer. You just keep writing, painting. You start painting and you keep painting. And then all of a sudden, oh, wow, I'm a painter. I mean, playing guitar. You just start playing guitar. Guess what? Now you're a guitarist. Yeah. There's no rules, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. No, there isn't. And that's, but that's what makes it so special is that there is no rules. There's no specific this or that, or you must 
do you know no yeah. that's what makes it so freaking cool um and and she is definitely okay i meant to bring this up too when she was like i don't i have no idea what i'm doing i'm just doing it and the amount of people that have said that yeah. on this freaking podcast yeah. is I, I can't even count how many you know it's so funny it just blows me away when i hear that i didn't want to uh you know insert my own things but i've been working on a bunch of stuff myself and i feel pushed to do certain things and i don't know why but i'm just doing them yeah like i don't even know what it's where it's gonna take me i'm just doing it and like i i think it's it's a similar theme you know yeah starting your own business is not it's kind of scary i mean yeah even, you know, you're running a company. I, I'm freelancing. Like, I never did this before. I used to always have a job with a huge company. And being your own boss <laughs> yeah. is is super awesome. But yeah. it's also can be very frightening. I mean, you're in charge. You, you, you have to make the sales right. happen or whatever yeah. it is you're doing. And you never really know. I mean, you could have an amazing client for 30 years. And then they, you know, I was thinking of your dad. And then all of a sudden, maybe they're not there anymore. Or sure. maybe you get five new clients or five clients leave. It's, 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 it's a, I say it takes a strong person to run a business, be an entrepreneur, free, uh, freelancer. Yeah. So you got to give yourself cred if you're out there doing that. Um, you do. And, and it's yeah. a lot of not, you know, there's no, there's no book like, oh, hey, you want to start what does she call it when she's uh oh it plant installation oh here's how you yeah. start a plant installation business right. here's all the paperwork do everything every day like this and yeah. you'll get all these clients no you gotta you know lucky luckily for her she's so personable i'm sure that yeah. her and her husband make a great team and and oh yeah uh we have some pictures we'll be posting on our instagram at because i have to podcast of some of the stuff she's done and it just looks beautiful and yeah and really it's so neat you know we had the uh, sanctuary siren annie bird on and she builds sanctuaries for people because it is a mental health you know your surroundings really help your mental well-being true as uh annie bird was telling us you know you should have plants like everywhere you look in your doesn't you know maybe we don't need a hundred yeah. <laughs> like our good friends um but everywhere you look there should be a little bit of greenery to yeah remind you of the earth and what a beautiful place we live in and for the yeah. oxygen and you know Every, no right that's right everything which reminds me uh we need to start working a little bit more on that. I know. We saw, I, bought, I think I bought like one new plan. We need yeah. more. Yeah. We do. We do. And and I and it does make you feel better. But I don't know. Yeah. It's it just overall. Yeah. Sure. The oxygen stuff. The everything. Green is a very like pleasing and calming color. Yeah. So. And when you keep something alive, it feels good. Yeah. Our two That's money right. trees are doing well. Which at one point I was like, oh, they're, I don't know. I don't know how they're looking right now, but now they're actually thriving. I've, I've kept this time around, I kept my grandmother's uh, Christmas cactus alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit well, that cactus has been passed down and 
because you know it's like a succulent you could cut part of it off and it just and then you plant it and it just grows as a new as its own thing yeah I was going to talk to her uh, talking about hummingbirds. Oh, I was, yeah. The... I was, no, I was just going to bring up hummingbirds seem real sweet, but they're very aggressive. So I wonder if grandma is real aggressive. aggressive. I, we see them like fighting all the time. They're very like, <laughs> get out of the way. This is mine. <laughs> they, no. So there's a sweet thing about hummingbirds, but there's also a little yeah. uh, like a fighter in there. Well, I, I mean, maybe it is a fighter thing or maybe it's a boundary thing or maybe it's like you know i don't know maybe there's so little to give or get for them that yeah. they're like hey get away this is mine or hey i found it first or yeah i don't know a territory thing maybe yeah, it sounds maybe like you're making excuses for the ter- <laughs> very ter- maybe they're maybe just I, bitches you know what maybe they are maybe <laughs> you know maybe i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's another great podcast. And uh, you can check out Melina. Go to uh, her Instagram, Hummingbird Roots. And uh, we'll see you, crazy kids, another time. Thanks for tuning in. That's right. Another great episode of the Cuz I Have To podcast. True that. See you around. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cuz I Have To podcast iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section. Make it good, will ya? Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cuz I Have To podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cuz I have to. Keep living those dreams, friends, cuz you have to. Till next time.